Welcome to the first episode of the Abbey Untethered podcast. Today, I am here with an introduction to the pod. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Abbey Untethered. In today's first introductory episode, I will be... <laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first episode. Gosh. Okay. Well, hmm. <sighs> welcome to the first episode of Abby Untethered, a podcast about how to meditate your way through a divorce and into a miraculous life. Episode one. Three journals, 400 plus vinyasa and kundalini yoga practices, a dozen or so books, 30 days of learn to meditate, and then a lot more meditating, significant time spent in nature, regular cold water swimming, periodic thermal cycle saunaing, regular endurance exercise, and one year later, I am almost divorced after nearly 15 years of marriage. I have also achieved a level of consciousness, a new way of living, a sense of peace, clarity, and joy that I would have sworn was not actually available to anybody, and most certainly not to me. But here I am, a believer so firm in the value of committing to what is called in Sanskrit a sadhana or spiritual practice that I'm podcasting about it. I also just really like podcasting. I'm here because I started. I started the work and I'm putting big air quotes around those words with my fingers since you can't see the quotes that are typed on my page. I started the work and the universe, this is probably my word of the year, took over from there. To be compelled to start is a gift, a gift I can't quite figure out why some are given and some aren't. As to start the work is ultimately the difference between a life that is miraculous no matter what happens, for me getting divorced, and a life that is mundane. I attribute my start to four things. Divine intervention. The universe knew what was coming and wanted me to be ready for it. One specific situation. Google and Amazon for the random search and then purchase of my first self-help, big air quotes here, I did not do self-help, book. And finally, my willingness to change and look inward. Whew. One year ago, my first journal entry is dated March 6th, 2022, I started doing the work. That first book that I'd Googled and ordered through Amazon got delivered. I started reading it, mostly in the bath with either eucalyptus or lavender Epsom salts. I didn't know that the book or the baths were work, but within days I did know that they were important. I kept reading and soaking. That first book led to another, and that next book led to an app. That app led to a practice, and that practice led to another practice, and so on and so forth until before I knew it, and really very quickly, I weighed 20 pounds less and was a vastly different person. Or, and this is important, more accurately, I had shed the layers of anxiety and self-doubt that had infiltrated my very existence. It wasn't that I had changed. It was that I had uncovered my satnam, my true self. On March 30th, 2022, I wrote in my journal, It's like I can't, in this newly found place of peace, understand what I was so bent out of shape about but now it's so easy. And I can't remember how, why I functioned the way I did before last week. Something has truly changed in my brain. What had changed? 
About three months before my almost ex-husband moved out, I started doing the work. I think of it now as my period of pre-healing, and I highly recommend pre-healing to anyone who suspects their marriage might be coming to an end. Don't wait. Start the work on yourself, not your spouse. You've likely already tried that and failed. Start the work on yourself now, and then keep at it. I'm meditating my way through a divorce, and while that doesn't mean it's easy, it means I can do it in a way that I sense is mostly clear-headed and significantly more peaceful than other ways of getting divorced could be. If it weren't for my daily commitment to my spiritual practice, I'm not sure that getting divorced wouldn't have left me drunk or deeply depressed. And while it's paramount in my life right now, I'm not just meditating my way through a divorce. I'm meditating and doing lots of other things my way into and then intentionally committing to sustain a better way of living. For example, I used to be so incredibly anxious. I will list the ways anxiety manifested itself in my life. You ready? Physically, with headaches, stomach aches, jaw clenching, leg pains, and chest pains that at least three times in 10 years landed me in the emergency room. Stress eating, specifically baked Cheetos and hummus. Drinking alcohol. I look back now and see how, although it was a socially acceptable, it wasn't helping anything. Micromanaging everything. Talking all the time. Over-explaining almost everything. Trying to control almost everything and everyone. Feeling the need to make everything perfect trying sometimes desperately to make other people happy, overcommitting, backing out, feeling like I'd let people down, being unorganized, losing things, namely keys, moving physically very quickly, almost always, distancing myself from close friends, spending too much time on a screen, struggling to remember, struggling to hear, feeling like there was never enough time, and yet constantly adding things into my life, worrying almost always, and constantly waiting for the next thing, place, or person, in particular my husband, to change so that I could finally be happy. Living like that is not miraculous. It's surviving, not thriving. It sucks. So now, to be free from it? Again, I would never have believed it possible, except for the fact that now I am. My anxiety, as I used to call it, is gone. And so today, like I often do about the things I love, my kids, picture books, my garden, my chickens, I'm going to write about it. I'm going to write and podcast about how I'm meditating my way through a divorce. I'm going to write about how I vaporized my anxiety. I'm going to tell specific stories about how how all of the fancy, cool, for so long for me, very out of reach things that we hear about. Manifesting, affirmations, meditation, prayer, yoga, staying hydrated, getting enough sleep, spending time outside, building our sisu, cryotherapy, thermal cycles, becoming a vegetarian, minus the occasional piece of bacon, journaling, connecting with other women, expressing gratitude, using mala beads and chanting, your kids will join you, being creative and making things, reading books about stoicism and wild women and miracles, how all of these things are unfolding in real time in my life. In the end, your journey will be your journey, if you start. But I'll still share the specifics of mine. Writing and podcasting bring me joy, and joy is a big part of all of this. And so is, particularly during times when we feel like we have it bad, giving. In the spirit of San Juan, the apostle patron saint of writers, editors, publishers, and printers, I pray, O holy San Juan, writer of gospel and epistles, your work brought benefit to mankind. I humbly ask that my writing might bring some benefit too. I'm 41. 
I have two kids, late elementary and middle school. I'm a newish single parent who less than a year ago moved to a place that I love, but that is far from extended family. Being committed to my spiritual practice does not mean that all the other stuff stops. I still do it. All of it. But what I have found is that now I do it better. You can find the time. And you can and will make it your own. For example, I learned to meditate while I was in my car, driving. I am about three months away from a divorce being finalized that I spent years trying desperately to avoid. But as Gabby Bernstein says, a miracle is a shift in perception. I choose now to see my divorce not as the end of my life, but as the beginning of the next very exciting chapter. I choose to see that my relationship with my almost ex is not ending. It's changing. For this way of seeing, and in turn both of these things, I am grateful. I hope you will follow me on social media. On Facebook, I'm Abby Untethered, and on Instagram, I'm Abby underscore Untethered. And check back for more podcasts. Next week, I'll continue to reflect on where I started. One person and one practice stand out as absolutely integral to my journey, Gabby Bernstein and Kundalini Yoga. So next week, I will be back with two episodes, one in which I play both host and interviewee and ask myself questions about how Gabby changed my life. And in the other, I will share with you who I follow and how I practice Kundalini Yoga, where I found the breath that gives me life. Until next time, get outside. Thank you.